Now, here's an important discussion to have. We don't have a lot of snow on the ground. And honestly, it's not that cold, but we are going to get snow and the temperatures are going to drop. And that is why I want to call this why you should buy your child a helmet for Christmas. Now, stay with me. When there's a major news story about sports and safety and someone gets hurt, we all jump on board and we cry for changes and we want regulations to make it safer and we want everyone to be okay. And then think about it. Think about what you see When you go to the neighborhood hill or you go to the outdoor rink, kids are just in their like hoodies and skates or hoodies and jacket with a sled. There is no helmet happening. So joining us today is Stephanie Cowell, a director at Parachute, which is dedicated to preventing injuries and saving lives. Hi, Sarah. Thanks for having me. So I'm I'm being sincere about this because when my son was little, We went tobogganing and we went sledding and we never, I'm going to be honest, he never had a helmet. But now that he's 17 years old and we have lived through tobogganing and outdoor rink visits and helmets in hockey and concussions, it honestly to me is the most wonderful and important gift you could give someone this Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it's so fun to get out and do the, the winter activities we love to do in Canada, um, but we don't want to do that at risk of a serious injury that can affect you for the rest of your life. We're talking about not bumps and bruises, but a serious injury to the brain, to the skull, to the spine. And helmets are a really simple way that we can keep ourselves and our families safe. So the recommendation is that when you're outside, you put the helmet on. Is that right? For every single thing we're doing, be it going down the toboggan hill in the neighborhood or heading to the ODR or going on grandpa's snowmobile, helmets are a must-have. Not a should I throw this on, but must-wear gear. Yeah, absolutely. When we're doing activities, uh, anything downhill, because we're talking about speeds and uh, risk of crashing and falling. Uh, When we're out skating on the ice, because if we're falling, that's a really hard surface. And absolutely on off-road vehicles like snowmobiles. uh, You said it, a helmet is not optional. A helmet is a must-have item. You know, a lot of uh, locations will require helmets, especially at, at ice rinks. And I want to say helmets just aren't for children only. Adults should be wearing helmets as well. Your brain is also important. True. And I think that's kind of the, the idea we always think about keeping our kids safe. But you're absolutely right. If we're going to bargaining with them or we're going to play some shinny with them, we should also have a helmet on. Yeah, absolutely. You want to also stay healthy and be there uh, with your kids. And no one envisions uh, sustaining a brain injury and that impacting your life. So again, a really simple thing we can do, put a helmet on. So what do we know about numbers in terms of how many people are going to an emergency room over this kind of wintertime break with an injury from a fun activity like a tobogganing trip or going skating with your family? What do those activities do to our emergency rooms? Yeah, we we certainly see uh, high numbers of emergency room visits, particularly from uh, downhill activities. So skiing, snowboarding, tobogganing. And so whatever we can do to prevent injuries will save you from having to visit the emergency room. Um, And as we know, uh, in many places across Canada, our our emergency rooms, our health systems are just overloaded right Mm -hmm. now. So, you know, there's things we can do to avoid that. And talk to me about helmets, because 
I think sometimes also parents have the best intentions, but then you see someone skating or tobogganing with a bicycle helmet on. Now, if that's the only helmet you have, is that doing anything or you really need an activity-specific helmet to keep you safe? Well, if we want the best possible protection, so we talk about protection, you know, a helmet can a certain type of helmet for a certain type of activity can prevent, you know, X percent of serious brain injuries. To get that full effect, uh, you're going to be wanting to use an approved helmet that's meant for that activity and making sure it fits and you're wearing it in the right way. Uh, so for, you know, t- uh, tobogganing, uh, ice skating, it's it's best to use a helmet that is made for colder temperatures, the materials are appropriate, and are for made for the types of falls you have in those activities. So that would be um, a hockey helmet or a skiing and snowboard helmet. Those have a lot of protection on the back of the head. And uh, when you're on ice or going downhill, a lot of people are going to fall backwards. So that's where you want a lot of protection. A bicycle helmet, on the other hand, is uh, ideally designed for falls when you fall, say, forward over the handles of your bike. Hmm. So it has more forehead protection. And you'll notice, like, most traditional bike helmets don't come that far down the back of your head. They tend to kind of go partially down. So there's a reason that helmets are designed to pick particular way. So if we want the best possible protection, you do want an, uh, a helmet that is appropriate for the activity. However, we do have to realize and understand that uh, not everyone has access always to the best equipment, but if we can provide that opportunity, that's the safest option. Joining us this afternoon, by the way, is Stephanie Cowell, a director at Parachute, an organization which is dedicated to preventing injuries and saving lives. And I just wanted to pick up on something you just said. You know, families across the city, across the province are really having tough times right now. So what, though, happens when someone says, I'm hearing what Stephanie's saying. This sounds really important. I'm going to pop online and buy a used helmet, and that way my child or I or someone in my family is still safe. What about used helmets, previously loved gear that you don't know what sport it's been in or how long? Yeah, that's a great question and, and a, a, a reality. And, and we're, we've all, I think, uh, if we've used any type of sports equipment, probably um, bought something used at some point. Uh, so what's... Um, what can be harmful is purchasing a helmet, a used helmet online or through a store where you have no idea about the history of the helmet. Because a helmet can be damaged, the materials could be weakened so they're no longer protecting you. For example, you know, foam that's supposed to be responsive to impact is now hardened and doesn't protect you in that way. Mm. So if you don't know the history of the helmet, you don't know what kind of protection you're getting. And so uh, you may be trusting something that's not working um, as it should be. Uh, it's, if, if you're looking for used equipment, it's best to, um, if possible, find it from someone who can tell you about how the helmet was used, where it was stored, did it have any serious impacts, um, kind of tell you the background story of it if possible. Um, that, that really is the safest option. And, and one other thing I want to say about purchasing online is um, uh, it's a little different than purchasing in stores where we know that most products are going to be approved for sale in Canada and use in Canada. So if you are buying online, 
really check to make sure that uh, it meets uh, safety standard approvals that are encouraged in Canada, for example, CSA, ASTM. And we have information about those safety standards on the Parachute website at parachute.ca. I also wanted to talk about the Parachute website because this obviously I wanted to talk about the importance of getting a helmet for Christmas, but the website is loaded with some amazing tips about keeping your child safe from fireplaces. Or the other thing I really loved about the website is there's a whole section on if you have some older family members visiting during the holidays, it's really important to keep them safe as well. And something I didn't think about was there's a section on your website that says, you know, if grandma or grandpa's coming and you've changed sort of the layout of your home or put decorations where they're not expecting it, those are also safety hazards that they might not be aware of and that you need to keep in mind so there's not slips, trips, falls, and so everyone is safe over the holidays. Yeah, absolutely. We we want our homes to be a, a safe and welcoming place for everyone. And uh, you know, at the holidays and times like that, there can be lots of changes to the environment, and we don't necessarily think that those potentially could produce some hazards. So just being aware, um, whether you have very young children or older adults visiting your home, um, you know, taking a look around, making sure that uh, ways of traveling through the home are clear, you know, good lighting, and, and also keeping products like cannabis products, medications, household cleaners, things like that, uh, really put out of children's reach. Stephanie, when you are the safety expert, can you relax around the holidays or are you seeing hazards left you in front of you, left, right, and center, where you're like, hey, what's that? Whoa, where are you going? Where's your helmet? Can you calm down or are you on high alert the entire holiday season? No, actually, you know what? Having information can actually be quite comforting. I I, um, appreciate that I can look around. You know, for example, in my home, I have LED candles instead of real lit candles Mm. most of the time, things like that. Uh, Yeah, so really when it comes to safety, we don't want to make people anxious or feel like you can't do anything. We don't want to to bubble wrap everyone. We want Canadians to live uh, fun, high-quality lives. Um, but to do that without uh, sustaining an injury, that's that's going to get in the way of you enjoying your life. I think that's a really important point because people say, whoa, whoa, we used to go tobogganing in the 80s without helmets and we were fine. Well, we actually weren't, <laughs> but you can still go tobogganing just with maybe one or two more pieces of equipment. Exactly, exactly. Keep getting out there, keep having fun, but there's some simple steps we can take to make sure that we get home safely from that activity. Stephanie Cowell, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate the conversation on trying to get a helmet on the head this holiday season because it is going to protect you. And again, your website is just loaded with some fantastic tips to keep everyone safe during the Christmas holidays.